Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Uh, the death of a Canadian icon, Gord Downey, age 53, passing away late last night with family and friends around him. Uh, we're going to spend some more time talking about that. Our next guest is uh, is familiar to you, of course. Ben McVie is the uh, morning show co-host on Y108, our brother station, just around the corner from us here down the hall and around the corner. He is also uh, the singer for a, uh, a band called uh, Simply Hip. Uh, he's a fan, uh, and, uh, well, to suggest that he's a fan, I think it would be a massive understatement. Thanks for coming in today on Show Tomorrow's uh, this is a pretty emotional day for you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you know, it, it's, um, I mean, th- the last couple of years, there are a lot of iconic musicians that have gone, uh, David Bowie and Prince, and the list goes on. And when all of these things happen, I, I, I distinctly remember the feeling of sympathizing with people that they felt grief-stricken. But I wasn't a big enough fan of any of them, uh, and their music didn't uh, speak to me as much as, as the Tragically Hip did. And when but last May, I think it was May, when it was announced that uh, uh, Gord had terminal cancer, it hit me right away. I thought, oh boy, uh, when that happens, I will be. Uh, there's, I feel a profound sense of grief. I really do. We in this business uh, have the opportunity from time to time to, to actually meet some of these icons. I mean, this is Hamilton. Uh, not everybody comes to Hamilton. They should, but they don't. Uh, and, and it does happen from time to time. And uh, there's a day that I will never forget because uh, it was happening in your life. Yeah. Uh, when Gord Downey came in and actually sat in in the studio with you for uh, like an hour, hour and a half? He was, he was here for an hour. It was back in 2010 when he just did come out with that uh, sort of solo record yeah. with the Country of Miracles yeah. called The Grand Bounce. Anyway, he, he played at Gage Park that summer. That's right. And uh, when the album came out, he came in and did a one-hour interview. And I, again, like I've, I've, I've met some famous people. This is That's our job, right? I mean, we interview people. And sure. So I've never felt so uh, uh, fanboy and gobsmacked. It caught me off guard uh, to, to when he walked in the room. I said, "Oh my God, that's that's Gord Downey, and he's sitting here talking to me for an hour." It was it was amazing. Well, you guys walked right past my office the, yeah. that morning before he he joined you in studio, and and I got to tell you, and because uh, I mentioned this to you after the fact, there was almost there's an aura about him, and it was just you and him walking down the hall. There yeah. was there was no entourage. No, there was just oh. Uh, you know, somebody would just walk by and said, who's that with Ben? I said, that's Gord Downey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, Not, yeah, it's Gord Downey yeah. in, in our studio. Yeah. Uh, and, and what, just a, such a cool guy. I've never interviewed anybody uh, who is so measured and so careful. Uh, it's something I really admire in people is uh, you, you ask them a question, especially when you're doing interviews or meeting for the first time, where they actually will take a moment to really formulate what they want to say. He, yeah. was, he was very articulate that way. Well, he didn't, he didn't give you pat answers. There's no, no nothing, cliches nothing there. just flew out of his mouth. There was nothing cliche or nothing made Hope up. Hope the fans love it and everything. No, no, none of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's Gord Downey, the, the social activist. We can talk about that, mm-hmm. uh, and we need to talk about that. Uh, there's Gord Downey, the musician, and uh, trying to even pinpoint him as a musician, Ben, has got to be difficult. He was a poet as much. He, he was, he, you know, if there's an American equivalent, it was Jim Morrison, who was a poet. Yeah. Uh, and, and they put his poetry to music. In that sense, yeah. Yeah, his, his, his lyrics his, mattered to his him. His lyrics really mattered to him. They were very profound and at times very uh, cryptic. I mean, there, there were often times when he would just say, the lyrics are what they mean to you. Uh, and he was, he was a brilliant wordsmith. Gord Downey, though, like in terms of the, the, the Gord Downey and the Tragically Hip and, and how Canadian they were. I mean, other people other people come up in the conversation in terms of Canada's greatest band or the most Canadian band ever. And outside, I think, of maybe Stompin' Tom Connors, uh, nobody else uh, was the poet laureate sort of minstrel for the country that the Tragically Hip were. I mean, Rush and, and, and Randy Bachman and all these other acts are 
fiercely and passionately Canadian, but their music didn't reflect it as much as, as Gord Downie's did. Uh, Lightfoot did Lightfoot uh, for the did longest too. time. Yep. You know, he did the Canadian yep. Railroad trilogy, uh, Edmund Fitzgerald. Yep. And I, I have a great respect for, for people that, that, well, they're throwbacks. They're, they're troubadours. Yeah. Uh, because they write about society. They write about what's going on. Uh, you know, Lightfoot did that with Edmund Fitzgerald. Neil Young did it when he wrote Ohio. Yeah. Gord did it every album. Every album. Uh, that's the thing is, uh, you know, a lot of people will say that Gord Downey and the Tragically Hip were a part of the Canadian fabric. But I would go so far as to say for a great number of years, they wove the Canadian fabric. They really did. Well, and they held a mirror up to us. Yes. Which yeah, exactly. wasn't always comfortable. Exactly. And I remember asking him about that when he was in, is, is you know, what, what shapes your lyrics? Is it your love of country or just the country itself? And he said, ultimately, it's, it's a little bit more just the country itself and just writing about the Canadian experience. And it, it's, uh, it's astounding to me how much I, I don't, I can't think of too many other bands where one country has singularly embraced them the way we did with the Tragically Hip, and yet outside of our borders, limited pockets of success, what, what you would call success, commercial success and so on and so forth. But this is a band that could play to a, a, bar, a bar full of 300 people in San Antonio and then pack a stadium here. Yeah, a, they, the next night they're doing the ACC. Yeah, exactly. And sold out. Yep. That's the, that's the way these guys were. Yeah. What, what made them so successful? Was it the fact that they, they connected with, with Canadians? Well, yeah, I, I think over time that came to be the case. I mean, the, the, the more time went on, the more Canadian things see, seemed to get in terms of, of their writing style. But uh, it, it, it's their live performances. I can't, I don't even, I've lost count of how many times I saw them. But Gord Downey was, uh, in my mind, the, and, and I mean, I, I say this with hesitation because there have been so many great ones, but I would say he's the greatest front man of a rock band that I've ever seen. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.